스피스 묶어라는 경우는 그래서 Hey, y'all, feel out there. Another episode. That's a god. Let me turn this down. Let me turn this down. Turn this down a bit. All right, y'all. Once again, another episode. I'm your host, Eric Tabrans, and we are back at it again with another hot topic for upcoming events. Now, I would just say, like most weeks, it's just usually horrendous stuff that goes on nowadays. Everybody just, you know, trying to make some sense of what goes on in this crazy world. <laughs> um, in recent news, well, have y'all seen the Tory Lanez mugshot? What y'all think about that? I don't know. I don't know. Something about that seems off to me because well, first of all, I don't even think these people even like go to go to jail. That's not one. Hold on, let me straighten up. I don't even think these people be really going to jail. That's not one. Because it's like they're only set up in like the same kind of. I know, like I've seen actual mugshot before from other people. The way how they have their mugshot set up is like very odd. I, I never did understand how, why it was like that. It didn't make any sense to me. It was like, I don't know, it was like a photoshopped or whatever the reason is. What's going on? I don't, I don't understand. But yeah, that, that was, that was kind of fun. I ain't gonna lie. Between that and the Trump one, that, that kind of like threw me for a loop. Like it didn't seem like real, <laughs> like real mic shots in a way. It didn't make sense to me. Um, you, why, what's his name? Why, Keep forgetting how, the Melly dude, the murder on my mind, motherfucker. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, him as well. Uh, oh, his bond was denied. Apparently, yeah, his bond was denied. He's a bit of lost cause, in my opinion. I, I never understood what was um, what the whole hype about him is about. Like, I don't get how we kind of applaud like people, especially in our community that knows they do wrong, but yet we still applaud them. Now, since I'm on this, I was going to discuss something else. Maybe I'll mention it in another topic, but you know, no, I'll just keep going. But it's just what I've noticed. That's not the main focus of it, but um, who was it? I think it was Tyler Perry. He mentioned a clip that he was talking about how to certain black women, and you know how they always try to paint a narrative saying you know, they take one thing out of an interview and then take that snippet and then push it out to all the social media and then people run with it because they can't think for themselves. It was kind of like that. Um, but I noticed that, uh, that he was saying sometimes, you know, I mean, women that are playing like that breadwinner role that they pretend to, to play, right? 
he was basically saying like how sometimes a man doesn't have to necessarily be the financial person to satisfy. Like sometimes a man in a relationship can be just the emotional support. I know people don't really take that seriously, but in this uh, day and age with a lot of women not kind of lacking maternal instincts and nurturing skills, I mean, you'd be surprised if you have a man that even has that as well. But he was just basically saying sometimes, you know, if women that want to play the breadwinner more, you got to understand that sometimes because he doesn't meet your financial hot, you know, ladder or whatever, it's okay if he can like pay certain things. He doesn't have to pay for everything. I, I mean, no, I'm not a big fan of Tyler Perry's films, but I mean, he didn't really say none too wrong, but in typical fashion, they flipped it, bounced it, trying to make it seem like, oh, black women have to just settle for the bare minimum of men, and blah, blah, blah. So basically trying to flip his words. Like, I don't know, maybe because I've been doing this for about a year and some change that I know like how stories can get turned and flipped around and to make it seem like the person that was saying what they were saying is just like nonsense. But really, they're actually saying some true, true stuff. They're actually dropping rules. If you really pay attention and stop listening with emotions, because that's how I see a lot of times a lot of people react instead of actually understanding. Sure, you're not going to agree with everything, but I mean, what's going on in this dating market is just further proof of it. There's been a time where it was okay for a man to approach himself, you know, address himself a certain way, be courteous, be be chivalrous, yes, I right. chivalrous, exhibit those traits, and a woman would, you know, play on to his game, you know, which is understandable. Like back in the days, women would sometimes try to play on to it, but what they don't tell you is that some women initiated a man courting them. When a woman would drop her handkerchief intentionally on purpose to see if a man would pick it up and give it to her, that was that was a way, a woman's way of shooting their shot. You know how to say most women, or they say they shoot their shot. That right there was a way of a woman shooting her shot. Nowadays, you got these chicken heads that work at McDonald's and Wendy's expecting <laughs> motherfucker to make uh, Bill Gates money to treat them a certain way. And the funny thing is, Around that second wave feminism, like, you know, what, what was it? Um, around the time women's suffrage happened, like 20s, 30s, that kind of created, you know, with the Susan B. Anthony's and the Gloria Steinem's and all that, that was almost like the beginning of the end of the dating market. Because what it did, it was it brainwashed a lot of women to thinking that in order to meet a certain man's status, they have to be exactly like them. But really, you had a better chance of getting that man with that status being where you was at before, tending to the house, tending to the kids, 
things of that nature. Being a helpmate when your husband will come home, making sure when he goes out from, you know, from coming back from hell, in a sense, coming home, they want tranquility. They want peace. But if all they get is nagging, complaining, and aggravation, and then you wonder why he tries to find someone that may lack some things you say you might have, and then he's over here getting something. Sure, he may, quote-unquote, favor pussy, but in a way with dating, rather directly or indirectly, a man's kind of paying for it, if you really think about it. You don't think I'm, if you, and if you think I'm lying, when has there ever been a time where a woman paid for a date and there was sex afterwards? Where like she would, like she would, because you know, a woman has control over that. That's one of the many things that women, women do have control over sex. When has there ever been a time where a woman will pay for something? And sex will happen afterwards. I've never seen it. Because women aren't supposed to, that's not how it's supposed to operate. It's supposed to be the man, take the woman out, right? Make sure they're treated a certain way. One thing leads to another. Maybe if it's the first date, maybe something a little extra will happen. But if not, then okay, we had a good time. At least I maybe get like a kiss or something. Maybe go second or third. Eventually something will happen. Now, the way social media and all this feminist crap has ruined everything. Everything's considered sexual assault. Everything's considered toxic masculinity, whatever. Everything's considered misogynistic to where it's like a dude can't even wave at a woman and say hi to her. Or a complimenter while feeling like she's, you know, being uh, attacked or like she's not safe to be around. That's stupid crap. Whatever. But what they don't tell you is that when it comes to statistics, majority of criminals that are males or males that do heinous acts come from, you get it. You got you, you guessed it. Households with single moms. But men are the ones that you need to watch out for. We're the problem. We're the predators of society. It's all a joke. But the main gist of tonight is is dating just really a loose form of prostitution or a covert? former prostitution. But let's compare the two. Let's actually compare what exactly it is. Now, I know people already know what it means, but let's just... Now, so dating is a stage of romantic relationships which two individuals engage in an activity together, most often with the intention right, of evaluating each other's suitability as a partner in a future intimate relationship. So dating is kind of like an interview of a long-term relationship, right? That's basically what I see it. 
Now, let's read what prostitution is. Let's see. Well, we already know what it means, but let's just break it down. Now, it says the practice of occupation in engaging in sexual activity with someone for payment. And also says the unworthy or corrupt use of one's talents for the sake of personal financial gain. So, like I said, I think dating is more like the interview of what could be a long-term relationship. You know, you go through one step, two step, may get some callbacks, uh, may have to take some some job tests. You know, may have to do some testing, may have to do some background checks. And then eventually, eventually, you might get the position. Prostitution is more like contract work. You're on an assignment for a certain amount of time. You do this job. Get some sort of satisfaction out of it. And you're out. Find another contract job in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much how I see it. The problem is people took the good parts of dating and somehow made prostitution better while some people took the harshness of prostitution and made dating worse. That makes sense. So people took the good parts of the of, of the dating part, right, and they just made it prostitution kind of acceptable in a way. But they took the negative stuff of prostitution and made dating much worse. Because every time nowadays when you try to approach a woman, try to get to know them how they carry themselves, how they even talk, what their mindset is, is damn near the same thing you're gonna get from talking to a prostitute on a street on a street corner. Hey, uh, I'm in trouble. I may need you to, uh, is it, can you like send me some money on my cash up and all this? You got Zell? Uh, I need some money for my uh, baby's diapers. I need to pay my light bill. That's damn is that, that <laughs> that's basically prostituting your way into hopefully getting some. Because you're not really getting a relationship out of it. You just, in a way, it's just kind of like exchange for sex. Sometimes it's even free sex, depending on who it is. Because not even I like the old saying goes, you know. Why buy a cow and get them up for free? Nowadays, some dudes don't even care. They will literally, because the market's so bad, they will literally wipe up single mothers. Not saying there's nothing wrong with single mothers. I don't want this to get, like, this be a war against single moms. But what about all the dads that be having? I don't want to make that a thing. But if we're going to play that card, like I said, women control access to sex, men control relationships. So men, even though they want to have sex with you, they probably don't want to go a further step, probably because they know what you're really about and they don't want to feel like they have to 
you know, waste time and energy just giving you all these resources when they have a better chance just, you know, dining and dashing in a way. But that's, you know, my take on, like I said, I don't speak for everybody. Everybody's relationship is different. So I'm not going to just bash people that may dabble into that. However, certain women complain about certain men that they say ain't worth a damn this, that, and the third. Well, unless it's right, I wouldn't consider it to be necessarily their fault because you decided who you wanted to let enter your temple, so to say. You made that choice. See, I know a lot of, you know, women want to mention certain things that may happen. Like, they always mention the worst case stuff, like sexual assault, you know, abortion, uh, you know, all the negative things that comes with sex, right? All the negative things when it comes to sex. But I always notice all the negative things they try to put when it comes to sex, they always put blame on the man. Most of the time. There may be a few that take responsibility on what to do with the actions. Like the many ways of the many th- uh, contraceptive contraceptions. Am I saying right? Yeah, contraceptions and different things to you know stop you know birth, birth, you know different birth controls. All all the many things in the world. Like there's way more stuff for women than men, obviously. So it's like there's no real excuse. And that's another thing, too. Even when it comes to children being brought into the world, sometimes you have those women that will literally trap somebody to having a kid. Or if it's not their kid, trap them to be a stepdad. Because they can't handle their responsibilities of being a parent. So they feel like they got to put that responsibility on somebody else, i.e. a man or one of their relatives of some sort. But in this case, just a random guy that they, you know, think they can get like get an easy lick, hit a lick in a, in a sense. They never, nobody really talks about women like that because they always want to, you know, it's like the, the never ending sob story. You know, the, 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 the struggling single mom that's trying to do her best and make ends meet for a kid or kids, blah, blah, blah. But really, uh, the mom's wreaking hell. She, I mean, gotta be honest. She probably hoeing around trying to pay that light bill. Like, come on, like we gotta be honest with ourselves. If you could shame a man just because he don't have his thing together, and you want to call him a bum, let's be honest. Uh, old girl that stay in uh, Section Eight housing, having trouble trying to pay her lights. She ain't doing that by herself. She got it. So in a way. Like I said, everybody always wants to try to make man the victim. In a way, a man's still paying your bills. But I wish I had tea so I could just sit it. But everybody has their own excuse. Let's go into something more direct as far as the dating market goes.
Now, when it comes to what is considered the norm, you know, people like saying new normal and things like that. Men aren't responsible for how it's structured. The women that want freedom of choice, one equal, only saw the perks of it. They didn't see the consequences. They wanted the benefits and rewards that some powerful men worked to get, but they didn't recognize the hurdles and potholes and you know different ladders that those men had to get through in order to get to that position. Those certain women think that, oh, just because uh, I'm a woman and I have this and I have monthly schools and I was able to raise kids by using my family's money and resources that I should be able to get this title. But they don't realize that the men that they're trying to get don't want them. You're no different than, you know, you're basically competition to them. In a way, you're basically competition. Men, when they come home from a long day's work, they don't want to be in war mode again. I mean, damn, World War One and World War Two didn't happen uh, back to back, like you know, like a year or two apart. Like World War One happened like early 1900s, then World War Two happened like you know 30s, 40s. There was like a gap. So why, when a man comes home from war, you know, eight, ten, twelve hours, he comes home and he's still in war? But this is when I say this. Have modern women, why do modern women hate the market based on what they created? They jump the modern day women created. Well, I'll say even I won't even put modern, I'll say probably because they have to get their, their tutelage from somebody. The moms, you know, the the Gen X gen the Gen X moms, you know. The ones that don't want to be grandmothers, those those women don't want to try so hard to reclaim every bit of their youth or whatever, because they were too busy trying to live like 40, 50 year olds when they were 15. So now when they get to that age, now they want to try to be hip and be cool. Like now those same women are warping their daughters into thinking like them. Some of them. And now, instead of, you know, it's like everything, the whole definition of things changed. Like, there used to be a time where women would be ashamed if pictures of her body and whatever was spewed out on the internet, things like that. People would be ashamed that they dabbled in you know, adult films. Most of them would be ashamed. Now it's like they selling their Gucci at a discount price. 
It's half off. They got Black Friday specials, all that. So it's like they say they don't respect some of the men of this generation. Well, again, and I'll and I'll go back on you know black women because I'm not I'm not even mentioning I'm just mentioning women in general. But I mean, men already get screwed over in the court systems. Um, ooh, what else? Just marriage in general. Like, just men, men in general always get the short end of the stick because when it comes to any sort of conversation with a woman, we're automatically going to lose. Domestic uh, disputes, things like that. Someone is always going to try to make certain women feel like they need to be put up on a high pedestal. But the reality is we're not equal, but that's a good thing. It's a good thing that we're not equal. But from the beginning of time, women were. Not all women were known to be strong. How is that offensive? I mean, not all men were meant to be nurturers and caretakers. How was that offensive? If you put a magnet together north, a magnet together south, it sticks. You know why it sticks? Because their differences blends together. If it was the north-north or south-south, it would do this. Because they're two alike. That's what's going on with the market right now. You got women trying to mirror. And that's another thing that I'm seeing a lot. A lot of women don't like that some of these men are becoming feminine. But you're exhibiting the same masculine, the negative masculine traits that you say you don't like in guys. Every negative masculine trait that you say you don't like in guys, every woman subconsciously or in some cases consciously loves. It's like, yeah, you don't want him to be too rough with you, but it's. I mean, come on. Like I said, it reminded me of, um, I don't know if you've seen this movie. It was a no good deed. I think it had Taraji P. Henson and Idris Elba in it. And there was a scene where, uh, I guess Idris was telling him Taraji to wash off, whatever, get cleaned up. And I guess he was getting too close to her. And I'm guessing she thought she was gonna get assaulted. I'm guessing she thought that, right? And then she was like, please, you don't have to do this. He was like, do what? He was like, what are you doing? And then he was like, don't flatter yourself. Get dressed. And you can see like, again, and don't <laughs> try to put words in my mouth. But if you look at her eyes, you can kind of see she was kind of disappointed because like, damn, even if I'm against my will, I'm not wanted. That's most women. Most certain women like have those weird fantasies where they like to be taken advantage of. But then when it doesn't come true, it's almost like it's like 
they were, you know, they, they, they like rejecting men, right? They get a high out of it. You reject them. It's a, you, you're going to feel like you Harvey Milk, RuPaul, uh, Freddie Mercury, whatever, because they're going to try to tarnish your man in any, any shape, form, or fashion. <laughs> so let's just close this out. Now, I do think that there's going to be a time and place where it'll all get back to, you know, how what I thought it was structured as far as the dating pool and the relationship market goes. Everything is going to have a good part. Everything's going to have a bad part. I mean, there's no such thing as like a perfect era. There's always going to be something that's, that a person doesn't like about a certain area. But that doesn't mean you got to necessarily shit on it, right? So I say what I get from this is, is that we got to be able to appreciate our differences and make them strengths. Because nowadays, I mean, nowadays, it's like we don't, I don't know, it's like we don't know. It's almost like we hate each other in a way. Which is weird because it's like, I just think the whole boys rule, girls rule, drool thing, you know, when it was like, I don't like girls. I thought that was like elementary school stuff. Like when I see like 30, 40 year olds talking about like, we don't need men, it's like, the hell? Like y'all still in, in, in kindergarten? Like what's going on? It's annoying, man. But I will say this. I don't want this to be a norm where generations come and generations come where it's like, it's almost like illegal to be in relationships anymore. We should be able to, men, we should be able to respectfully approach a woman without feeling like, but, but, but then at the same time, maybe it'll make us stronger. We'll be able to take that because if we just go around not being rejected every once in a while, that woman rejection would probably hurt us. And I but I think certain women they think because they've been told that, oh, you're pretty, this guy the third. That it's just like, yeah, I've heard it all before. But then when someone says, Yeah, it's an ugly way that song, man, and all that oh, Bigfoot looking at then it's like, oh, but wait. Isn't that being toxic? <laughs> See, it's, 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 it's all a joke. It's, just, it's all a game. Don't believe everything that you see all the time. Okay. Got two ears, one mouth. Like, make sure you listen. Kevin, double, double, triple. Because you never know what a person is saying. Sometimes I could probably trip you up. But... That's all I got for that. That's all I say, going. Let me know what y'all think about that. Y'all think dating is a loose form of prostitution? Let me know. But uh, other than that, uh, like, comment, subscribe to my YouTube, uh, my main YouTube, Eric Rands. Y'all 
look me over there, then Dice Dialogue. I'm on Twitter, IG, Apple, Spotify, I don't know the rest. Uh, if you're not new, y'all can share, post, do everything, you know, make hashtags, all that. But uh, thank y'all for tuning in, like I said, and I'll catch y'all in the next one. Peace.